Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? We'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. A quick disclaimer here, guys, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi guys and welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. I had a bit of time off recently. I had like a week where I didn't come in the studio and do one of these and I feel like I'm a little bit out of practice. (laughs) So weird. It's weird. Sometimes it feels like you come back in and I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. I know what I'm doing. Today I have Ali in the studio with me. We actually used to work together at Neverland for approximately five minutes, I think. I think like I literally started and you left (laughs) and just got worse after that, honestly. (laughs) Got worse. Thank you so much for coming in today, Ali. I really, really appreciate it. How's your head? My head's good. I actually think that it's the best it's ever been despite still going through it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I've had a very long journey with my mental health and I think I'm in a position in my life where I can now, I'm a lot more self-aware. I'm a lot better asking for help and like knowing you know how to help myself yeah um so yeah it's good it's it's good it's good good I know that's everyone's like straight answer it's like yeah it's good it's good yeah it's like yeah like it's loud in here but it's good (laughs) there is a lot going on do you think that like uh being more self-aware do you think that's just come with maturity or are there things that you have done actively to get to that point I think both. I think with my ADHD as well, like once I got diagnosed, it just like made everything make sense. Yeah. So it helped me really learn how to like, and just being medicated as well, really helped me learn how to like figure shit out. Yeah. And yeah, I had to do like a lot of self-reflecting and I think I just became more self-aware by like digging into like my behavior and like why I've did what I did or why I felt that way and stuff like that. So I think definitely maturity, but also just like knowing who I am now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So on that, right. And mm. I, I, I mean, we knew we were going to talk about yes. your ADHD <laughs> diagnosis. And I think this is something that it actually has come up in one other episode um, with someone else being diagnosed later on mm. in life, especially as an adult in general, but also mm. as a woman, mm. uh, because I mean, we know that a lot of mental health diagnoses are based on symptoms of men Mm -hmm. and that is a problem, obviously, when it comes to women because you might show in a different way and then, you know, the diagnosis can be harder or Mm. just completely missed, I guess. And I I think it's great that now we're getting to the point where Mm. it's something that we're talking about a lot more. But how did you go with that originally? How was that being diagnosed? What was the process of that for you? Yeah. So it was a lot, like it was a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. Like it's been, and I'm still, you know, learning about it and I'm still figuring it out. The process was tough. I was very lucky to have my parents who supported me um, and paid for it. Um, It's insane how inaccessible it is to get treated. Like if I didn't have my parents, there's no way I would have been officially diagnosed because the test itself is like three grand. So. Wow. Yeah. And it's a three-hour test and I, like, played with blocks and did some math questions and it it was fucked. Like, I was like, what <laughs> what is this money going towards? Wow. Like, it's really – it's like they just don't want people 
to get diagnosed. It was, yeah. it's just, yeah. So I'm incredibly lucky and grateful that I had my family's support. Yeah. But yeah, like I didn't get diagnosed till I was 21. So I spent 21 years just being like, there's something wrong, but I, I, I don't know what it is. Mm. And when I was 13, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Yeah. Which is just because I was like not treated for my ADHD. So that manifested into depression and anxiety. Yeah. And so this, like, t- for 21 years, I just thought, I'm depressed, I have anxiety, everything sucks, I'm so confused, like, it just was was horrible. So mm. then when, it's actually funny, and um, if my mum listens to this, she's gonna, not going to like this, but <laughs> when, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Splendor and one of my friends had Dexys, which is an ADHD medication. Yes, yeah. And he gave me one to get high and I just felt like clear <laughs> and <laughs> really happy. You're like, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not feeling yeah, anything I'm not but feeling great right now. Literally, like, I was like, mean? I feel like a person. I don't wow. feel, I don't feel high. Yeah. And he explained to me, he's like, well, maybe you have ADHD. Like they're my ADHD meds. Like yeah. they help me. And I was like, fuck. And because of like what you just said, like women don't get, I'd never even heard of women having ADHD. It yeah. was Never at one point did it cross my mind that I could have ADHD. Mm. I just thought I was fucked. Like I just, I just thought I was really just not like anyone else, and I, it was so just hard. so hard. Yeah, it was so, it was so tough on myself. Yeah, and then because I'd always grown up thinking ADHD was like hyperactive little boys. That's literally so, what comes to your head, though, yeah. isn't it? Like even now as a teacher, like that's it's still such a thing. Like yeah, yeah there's those like crazy boys that are just mm. like can't sit still. Yeah, ADHD. That's it. Like, exactly. it's such a exactly. Yeah, and um, silly. <laughs> I grew up on a cattle property in rural Queensland, so I was homeschooled yeah. for like oh, from wow. prep to year seven by my family. Yeah, so it's not like I was in uh, like a space where it could have necessarily been picked up, and it didn't get picked yeah. up in high school anyway. But it's interesting because it's like if I was a boy, what would it would it have come like through? Like, yeah. would they have figured it out? Would would I have would I have been diagnosed with depression anxiety? Would I have just got my ADHD? Yeah. You know, straight away. Yeah. So, yeah, it was tough. Like I just, it kind of just blew my mind. I was like, okay. And then I took it really seriously because then it was like, if this is it, then this is going to change my whole life. Like this mm. is going to answer all my questions. This is going to, everything that I've ever done in my life, it's it's going to make sense. So I read up about it. I did all the online tests you could possibly do. I didn't even care if they were like shady. I was like. It's like BuzzFeed. Do you yeah, have any literally, literally, TikTok tests? Literally. TikTok tests, like ev- everything. And yeah. it was before I even had TikToks. So it was just like yeah. online, like do I have ADHD? Like just classic, those like, you know. And then it would be like, this isn't professional advice, but you sit very high up on the spectrum. Like it would yeah. just be that. So then I spoke to my GP about it and I got a referral to a psychologist and then I saw her for a little while and it was just like, you know, she 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 said to me like, I think that you do, but you need to do the test to be sure and to get medicated. Confirmed. Yeah. So had to like bring it up with mom and dad and be like, hey, so <laughs> so um, you know how you have paid for everything my entire life and you put me through schooling and uh, <laughs> one more you, little thing, yeah, you can help me just a little thing <laughs> that I yeah, yeah. Um, if you've got a spare through grand lying around, um, yeah, wow. yeah. So that was. That was great that they, you know, helped me out there. And then I had to wait two weeks for the results. And then it was like this thick, like of, of paper, just about everything, like everything that I'd said, everything that I'd wow. scored, like it was really detailed. And then COVID hit. Mm. So it wasn't until like the wait list for psychiatrist is insane anyway. And then to add COVID on top of it, it made it 10 times worse. So I didn't actually yeah. get to see a psychologist, psychiatrist to get medicated for like 
over a year after that. Wow. So I had my diagnosis, but then it was like, okay. Now you just have to live with it for a year. Live with it. And like it, like it was good. It was a weight off my shoulder, but it was like me trying to like find things that I could do apart from medication, like, you know, finding, you know, things that help me and stuff like that. Yeah. But being medicated was huge. I noticed such a difference in my life. And I, if I don't take my meds, I'm, I'm different. Like, yeah, you, you notice it. Yeah. And it's not that yeah. like it changed my personality or anything. It just, it just helps me just think and clear, clear up. And it, it really helped my mental health because it was just like, oh, I don't have to hate myself so much. Yeah. You know, and I it's having just... answers though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you're not having to think, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Why can't I do what the person next to me is doing? Exactly. Especially in a schooling sense. Yeah. Because it's not, I mean, as we know, it does manifest differently mm. for a lot of people and especially women. But mm. it's like, I can't imagine being mm. in school or, you know, as a young person before the age of 21, 21 mm. even, like you're yeah. so young. Yeah, exactly. And thinking, oh my God, like I know that there's something up, but I don't. Yeah, I don't get it and I'm not getting answers and I can't yeah. figure it out. Like yeah. that's bloody rough. And we, I mean, we know that there's going to be so many other people mm. who unfortunately are probably in that position yeah. still. And hopefully as girls grow up now, mm. they're able to to get the diagnosis yeah. earlier and we're able to move forwards on it. I just get, I guess, the mental health stuff as well, you know, being diagnosed with anxiety and depression mm. as a result. Like you said, you were very hard on yourself. Mm. Could have all been avoided. Exactly. And I think that's really hard to swallow, yeah. isn't it? Because it's like, well, shit, if you just, yeah. just got the answers that you needed, it's I'm like... like- like you, I'm still like I haven't forgiven my psychi- psychologist that diagnosed me then because I'm like why yeah. did you look at a 13 year old girl and just label her with depression and anxiety and like yeah. I did I did obviously have it but you didn't stop to think why does she have it like yeah. it was never like a this is a manifestation of ADHD being untreated yeah it was just like you're depressed and anxious deal with it like see you later well it's kind of almost I don't want to say like the easy diagnosis but it yeah. is like the thing that they can be like oh yeah this is that easy but yeah and like you're I guess, a woman so that's what you get yeah like that's, so it yeah. does make sense because it's like oh well you're not presenting like this 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 but this whole book that I'm reading about ADHD is based around men and boys so exactly. it's like, exactly. it doesn't yeah. exactly and because I'm the combined type so you can be hyperactive inattentive or combined and yep. I'm both so okay. I didn't have serious signs of inattentiveness or hyperactive I had like a bit of both so yeah. I think like and I think being a woman as well you're kind of told to be smaller and be quiet so you're from a very young age le- like teaching yourself to be reserved yeah. and to be not take up so much space yeah so that's a big reason why I think women get misdiagnosed or undiagnosed because they're not showing ADHD symptoms as a boy were because boys are like boys will be boys and they no, can be it's loud not the and boisterous. Typical thing that you yeah, think and they don't of. have to yeah. be you know quiet and got a bit more know. excuse around. Them. Yeah, they don't have yeah. to be. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's really tough, especially yeah. Oh, yeah, God, it's it's crazy. And I'm, look, I'm glad that you've gotten to the point where you have been able to be diagnosed, yeah. and that is obviously such a positive thing. And as you said, medication. And can I ask what was it like? I mean, I know you said you took taxis and that was just another time, but in terms of when you actually first started taking your medication, mm-hmm. what was that like for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think I had so much hope for it as well. So, yes, it did work, but I think there was a part of me that was like, this is going to fix me and this yeah. is going to – I'm now going to be able to achieve everything I've ever wanted to achieve and this yeah. is – I'm not going to have any ADHD symptoms, which yeah. it just isn't the case, unfortunately. It's not a miracle drug. Mm. 
and it just helps me control my symptoms and and things like that and help me see clearer. But I, so it did work, but I think I went into it being like, I had such high expectations. So yeah. then I got a little bit let down when it was like, oh no, I, I'm still, still going to do some stuff. Yeah, it's still, <laughs> still really loud in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still struggling. Yeah. Um, but it, it just made everything make sense and it just, I could go throughout my day and actually keep my thoughts and, mm. and it was it was so much quieter in my head, which yeah. I think really helped. Yeah. And I and I think like as well on on that, I was like, I don't think they're working. Like maybe they're not working. And then yeah. I and then I was like, maybe I don't have because I've got such bad imposter syndrome. Yeah. I think it comes from being a woman as well. I was just like, maybe I don't have it. I was like, maybe I made this maybe up. I've tr- yeah, I was like, maybe I made it. I was gaslighting myself and I was like, maybe, maybe I've, I've tricked my doctor. Literally, and- <laughs> I've tricked them. I must have like, yeah, yeah, I must have really wanted it so bad that I've tricked them into thinking I've ADHD. Like I was fully, it was such a weird experience for me because I was yeah. like, so excited and then I was nervous and then it wasn't a cure. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah, but it was, it was it was good. It was really good to just, especially after a year of like knowing I had it and not really having anything to do about it, it was yeah. really, really good. But yeah, it just that just make me feel clearer and help me get through the day. And I notice a big change if I forget to take it or, yeah. or something. And I, I'll, like I'll be going like, why? Like why? Like I'll walk into a room and forget what I'm doing or get really distracted. I'm like, why am I like this? And I'm like, oh, because I haven't taken my meds. <laughs> <laughs> there's your answer. Yeah, there's my answer. <laughs> so that's that's good. Like knowing that there's there's something I can do to help myself a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. you mentioned a couple of things there, like walking to a room. Mm. Um, you know, maybe your head feels a little bit noisier. Mm. Yeah. What were some other ways that it kind of manifested for you that were kind of signs for you? Definitely, just like my ability to keep my attention so yep. like in school if I wasn't interested in it like I just couldn't couldn't think and I couldn't understand it um I couldn't remember it either because a big thing for me was if I'm not interested in it I'm not gonna listen so I'm not gonna I, I, like I couldn't take anything in yeah and like my mum was my teacher for a long time and like we've talked about it yeah, now yeah, and gosh, she said yeah. like I just thought you were bored I just thought you know I didn't really think anything of it. I just yeah. thought, you know, there were things that you liked and things that you didn't. So I worked around the things that you liked. And I remember her saying, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, why can you remember all these song lyrics and not your times tables? And it yeah. was just because I was more interested in the music than I was maths. Yeah. And, you know, I'd hyperfixate on the music and I didn't give a shit about the maths. It didn't yeah. stimulate me. I also have dyscalculia as well, which is like 1% of people with ADHD also have. It's really rare, but it's like dyslexia, but with numbers. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my psychologist, when I got diagnosed with ADHD, she was like, do you have dyscalculia? And I was like, yes. That makes sense. (laughs) Yes, I do. Like, yes. And then, yeah. So she was like, that's, I've never met anyone that I've only like, she was like, I've met, I've heard of like one other person. Like it's really, really rare. So not only was I struggling with, you know, my ADHD, I'm also like never going to get the numbers. I'm never like. Yeah. There was no way to teach me. No, yeah. (laughs) I needed a very specific way to be taught and we didn't know that. Yeah. So I just, you know, I just thought I was dumb. Like I just was just like. Which is so crap, isn't it? And especially when it's with something like numbers where maths is, and as a teacher still, one of Mm. those things that's like, oh, if you're good at maths, like you're smart. Yeah, yeah. You're so smart, which of course. Of course they are, but yeah. you're good at other stuff too. Yeah, exactly. It's not just, not just the stuff with the yeah. numbers, but then for you to be sitting there like, why don't I understand this yeah. and not knowing? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, it's and crazy. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, there's been like back to that question as well, like there's been so many things that like I ticked the boxes with that I didn't even – and like things that I'm still learning about not even mm. knowing there were ADHD traits. Yeah. Um, like I was, as a kid I was incredibly – 
um, impulsive and mm. reactive. And it just sucked that it, it just manifested in so many different ways. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I had a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and confusion and it resulted in me like hurting people and hurting my friends and family and it was just not anything I was trying to do. Yeah. It just was that I had no control over my emotions and I had no control over my thoughts and I was always seen as like lazy and like people with ADHD are told that they're lazy. But the big difference for me is that when you're lazy, you've got things that you know you need to do but you don't want to do them so you don't do them. With ADHD, you know you've got things to do and you want to do them. You just physically can't. Yeah. And they call that ADHD paralysis, which is something that I have had my whole life. And I just thought it was just like, I don't know, I just, just would like get... Really good procrastinating or yeah, something. Literally yeah, literally like I would be like, yeah, I'm a procrastinator. And, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am lazy, you know, and I would I would take that on. And But it was just, you just freeze. Like you've just mm. got so much... Your head is already loud and then you've got all these things to do and you want to do them but you're just your body just shuts down and you just yeah. like either want to sleep or just scroll on your phone. You can't get it and you feel like it's the weirdest feeling because you feel your brain is so active but your body is like, I'm not going to move. And then yeah. you feel like this like guilt and shame that you're like, I've got so much to do, I've got so much to do, like just get up, just get up, just get up. Mm. People look at that and they don't even realise the, the internal battle that you're going on That's and they're just like a disconnect crazy. between your body and your brain. Though. It's yeah. like all the energy is in one spot and literally, you can't move literally. it. And like what are you going to do? Literally. Like, and yeah. then you like things are like deadlines and, you know, knowing that I had to like cleaning my house or things like that. If I froze... I would push it right down to like, okay, you know, my parents come over an hour. Mm. I'm going to clean everything in an hour. Yeah. And which <laughs> results in then ADHD burnout. Yeah. So it's just this vicious really cycle, cycle of just yep. like the amount of cycles that you go through in a, a with ADHD is horrible because you've got like money cycles of just like forgetting to pay your bills and then like not putting money in your account to pay your bills and then you get charged for that and then you get late fees and then <laughs> and it just over and over again and then you get the vicious cycle of like ADHD burnout <laughs> yeah like, you've got oh all these things gosh. going around you're just like just stop just yeah my god <laughs> <laughs> give me a break yeah do you find that that those things like those cycles that helped quite a bit with medication yeah Definitely. And how you can manage all of yeah. those things. Yeah. I'm still I'm still working through it. Yeah. Um, like I'm definitely no I'm not I've not aced this thing yeah. at all. <laughs> I, does anyone <laughs> no. like ADHD or not? Like, no, really literally. <laughs> like in all aspects of my life, I'm not a professional, but um, <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I'm definitely a lot better. Money is something that I still struggle with just because mm-hmm. I like my money will go into my account and then I'll have bills and then, like, I have to remember to transfer it out. And then, like, it's just a lot of – it's just, like, lot I, of just, moving I just parts. want an accountant, you know. Yeah. Like, I just want someone to do everything for me yeah. and I don't have to think about it Yeah. because money – it stresses me out as well. So it's, like, yeah. you know, and it just adds to it. So it's – yeah, it's better, but there's things that I'm still – Definitely working Still on. Still working on, yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, well, I think you're, you're probably doing a fantastic oh, thank job. thank you. <laughs> and so on, like, the mental health side of things, mm. how do you then help yourself now day to day, would you say? Something that I'm trying to do is, like, what's really hard for people with ADHD is sticking to a routine. Yeah. And just building habits. So mm. I'm, I'm really, really trying to push myself. And just, like, in little ways, like, I just got an app on my phone and I was just putting in daily tasks. So, like, brushing my teeth, doing my makeup, like just daily things. Yeah. That might not seem like a big thing to like neurotypicals, but some of the ADHD, like 
you get distracted or you just don't have the motivation or you just don't have the energy to do things like washing your hair or things like that. So I just wanted to just see it every day and get the reminder of just like, hey, just take. And it tells me I can set like time so I can be like. Okay, so it goes off at a certain time. Yeah, and then it says like do that, like it'll be like brush my teeth and I'll put in like for five minutes. So Mm. it'll, it'll you know, you've got five minutes left or like, you know, you do it for five minutes. That's great. What's the app called? And it was the only one that doesn't like scream at you for like ads and stuff. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good. cool. Structured. Structured. Okay. Yeah. And then so you're not getting distracted by the ads and then going on to something else. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah. Or just like, like or, you know, it's like pay money, give me money. I'm yep. like, no, like leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and it's cheap as well. Like I was like, I'm going to stick with it. And if I want to do the subscription, I will. And I ended up doing it because it, it's actually really helped. And Beneficial, I can set like, yeah. like just like picking my clothes out before work because I, I work in Geelong and I live in Melbourne. So I leave the house at like 6.40 together at 8. And so I need to like, if I sleep in, it's a rush in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's it's those little things to make my morning easier. So just like picking my clothes out. And it's like, it's the smallest thing. Yeah. But it just takes one less thing to think about. Yeah, it takes off away my mental brain. load. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and like, nice. you know, and I set things up and I just, I just need to stick with it because I think – for me, like I do this a lot and I get good and good and good and then I'll have a bad day mm. and then I lose it. Yeah. So I think what I'm trying to do is just be more conscious and like remind myself how good I feel when I when I get it done. Yeah. And just, I just, I'm really trying to work on just not being so tough on myself. I think that's I'm a really, yeah. always been so hard on myself and I don't need to be mm. like I'm be, gonna get be to, nice yeah to I'm gonna get to work yeah and if I have to do my makeup at work that's fine yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah and, at the end of the day yeah who cares it's one day even exactly <laughs> exactly like, I don't even need to wear makeup yeah, exactly get so, through the yeah, day exactly yeah yeah so and I'm also trying to I got recommended because I'm got so much thoughts in my brain and I don't sleep well. Mm -hmm. I've never slept well. I've always been a night owl. I love to sleep in. So it doesn't help if I'm staying up late and then I'm working at a job where I have to get up. Yeah, like I have to get up early. Yeah, I can't call in sick. Like i got to go in. So um, what they recommended was just get a journal and just write and just – and I'm not like – a big, I'm not a big writer. I'm not a big, like, I don't read a lot. Like, yep. very, like, I just can't stay focused. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, makes I sense. Of, yeah, I can barely watch movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was it was confronting for me because I was just like, oh, what do I write? Like, yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this feels like homework. Yeah. And so, but they were like, have a warm shower, get into your pyjamas and go straight to bed because that's mm. apparently having a hot shower just before bed rather than – because I normally have a shower when I get home and then okay. decompress and stuff like that. So they were like – they were like, even if you have to have two showers, do that. Um, but I like to save water, so I'm trying to have one. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We love that. Yeah. <laughs> love the environment. Um, so I have a shower at night and then get in my pyjamas and get straight into bed. Um, and then I'm try- I get my – journal out my partner's gonna listen to this and be like you did this like five times Ali. like shut the fuck up but when I did do it it really helped so I'm yeah. trying to I want to do it again I'm gonna do it again tonight you can have hiatus um, between it's okay exactly. as long as you keep trying exactly and I just like I literally just wrote exactly what like, I was like I don't really know what to write and then it flowed into like oh my cat's just jumped on the bed and then mm-hmm. it flowed into like I wrote a to-do list and then it was just there's no structure to it it was just it was just I was just told to write until I couldn't write anymore yeah and after my arm got sore and I'd filled up like four pages, I fell straight to sleep. Like I put it right yeah. up and I fell straight to sleep because wow. all that stuff, 
it had somewhere to go. Yeah. All that, all those thoughts and all the things I had to do and things I was worried about had a place to go rather than just sitting in my head and keeping me awake. Yeah. So. I think that's so important. Yeah. Like for everyone, not yeah. even just, I mean, particularly those with ADHD, especially yeah. if you've got all those thoughts flying around. Yeah. But I get that when you've got something maybe the next day or mm. there's just something that is just whirring inside your head over and over and over. I actually got given that advice from a psychologist as well. Yeah. Just write everything out before you sleep. Yeah. Because then it's it's gone. And even, yeah. even when it's on a piece of paper, leave it open so that if there's something that you really need to remember, mm. there it is in yeah, the morning. Like it's exactly. there. It's right in front of you. Yeah. It's there. You can pick it up. You won't forget it because yeah. you've written it down. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's that's yeah. so good. And just to go straight to sleep. That would have been yeah. so nice. And I just like, it was just nice to like let it go. Because yeah. at the start I was like, oh, what do I write? What do I say? But it's just like, it's not for anyone to read. It's not, no. you know, it's not getting published. Like, yeah. Well, that's my side. Like, it's not even for you to read back yeah. if you don't want to. Like just write the same word over and over again if you yeah. need to. Yeah. Just until you get a sentence and then keep going from there sort yeah, of thing. Exactly. Which, yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes it's it's one of those things where people say, yeah, journal. Like journal. It's like just, yeah, yeah okay, oh, we okay. journal. But awesome. it is so good. Yeah. It's actually a purpose behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I want to go back to homeschooling for yeah, a minute. Yeah, of Because I didn't know that about you. Where yeah. did you grow up? Um, so I grew up in central Queensland. Yeah. So like three hours inland from Mackay. Yeah. So middle of nowhere. Yeah. I feel like Mackay's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like if anyone's ever heard of Mackay, it's like Whit Sundays. Yeah. So away from the beach is where we were. We were like two hours out of Claremont, two hours out of Moorumbah. So yeah, wow. Middle of nowhere, and like I guess like we could have just driven to school every day, but like my mom didn't really want to do that, and mm. all the kids around me growing up, they were all cattle like cattle farm kids as well, and yeah. um, it's just what you do. It's just what you do out there. So yeah, yeah, and it's so funny because we call it like we call it school of the air, and we like to make a very big point the difference between homeschooling and school of the air because everyone okay. when you get in my experience when you say like I was homeschooled, people look at you like I'm like cult. Yeah, you're in a cult. You're a cult. <laughs> But we're like, mm, ho- school, homeschooling is like you have access to schools, but you choose not to. Yeah. And then um, school of the air is for rural kids yes. who don't have a choice and yeah. the government provides like school for them. Yeah. yeah. So we did it all like on the radio. Oh, um, now so it's cool. all like Zoom and stuff. Yeah, it'd but be easy it, yeah, now, really I guess, easy now. It? Yeah. yeah. And then, but when I was doing it, like it was like we had a headset and we dial in to a phone call with our teacher. Yeah. And then there'd be other, like eight other kids on the call. And then once a month we'd go into Emerald, which is like three hours away, and we'd spend a week in Emerald and we'd camp out either in hotels or they had this like big shed and we'd like roll out swags oh, and we'd I all sleep that. in this huge That's fun, like shed. a school camp. Yeah, like a school That's camp. Great. camp. And it was on a, a real school campus, so we shared it with another like a state school that was there. Yeah. And it was just so that we could understand what being in a classroom was like. like yeah, we were get gonna, a feel for Yeah, it. we were all going to go to boarding school, so we needed to – can't just throw us into boarding school. So. Yeah. So did you go to boarding school or did yeah. you move to I Melbourne? To yeah. You went to two. Yeah. So I went okay. to one in Rockhampton. Yeah. Which is where I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Yeah. And I hated it there. Yeah. Like I have people there that I love and I've, you know, made some really good friends there, but I just was such a, like I was troubled. Like, mm. you know, I was, you know, not helping myself and I was in a really like dark place and yeah. I don't know if I, I can say this, but I was self-harming. Yeah. And, you know, I was only like 13, 14 and so my bad. dorm mistress pulled me in and said like, I know what you're doing and it's freaking the other girls out. 
so you need to stop it or you need to leave. Wow. And I wasn't given like help. Not how are you? Yeah, what, not, why yeah, is this happening? Why are you doing this to yourself? It was like I think it was seen as like she's doing it for attention. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. And and I left that school for a lot of reasons, you know, good and bad. Like I mm-hmm. wanted to pursue acting. So, you know, I, I wanted to go to like Brisbane, a bigger city that had that for me. Yeah. But that just left su- such a bad taste in my mouth. Well, like of I was just it like did. that's horrible. Like I was like, I'm clearly here in pain mm. and now you've you've told me that I'm a freak and I need like that just didn't help at all I spiraled after that but and also like at boarding school like you're away from yeah, what you know exactly of course like it just blows my mind that uh, of course yeah someone may react in a certain way yeah. that you don't go up to them and say stop it or leave like yeah. what the hell is literally, that literally I mean you know what as someone at a high school now and I've spoken about the well-being side of things in schools now. And, mm. I mean, I'm obviously I don't know about boarding schools. I would mm. hope that it's the same. Mm. But the well-being side of things is such a, a key part yeah. of schools and yeah. it's such a huge thing now that yeah. luckily I think that that has gotten yeah. better. Yeah. I'm sorry that you Hopefully. had to experience no, no, that okay. because that's so full on and just. It's, yeah, and I think like, I, yeah, I I wasn't a bad kid but I was just going through a lot Yeah, and I had a lot of anger and a lot of especially when you're a teenager, you feel like no one understands you. Oh, and then like most prominent years of your life yeah. for that emotion and for that like, I don't belong here. Like exactly. of course you feel exactly. that way. And then to have like this not knowing I had ADHD, yeah. I didn't even understand me. Mm. So I was like no one gets me and also I don't get me. Yeah, like, I don't. so hard. Yeah, so it was just this added thing and yeah. it just manifested into just being like I lied a lot. I just couldn't control it. And mm. after getting diagnosed with ADHD, I – like my psychiatrist told me, like it's not as though people with ADHD lie more than people who don't. Yeah. But it's just that impulsivity and it's the forgetfulness. Like we can say things and then forget we ever said it and mm. then be gaslighters and be like, I never said that. Yeah. <laughs> but for me as well, like I just I wanted I wanted drama and I wanted to be relevant and I would just lies always come out. So like I imploded my entire life just yeah. for making up. And I was like, I was 13, 14. Like I, I w- obviously what I did then I would never do now and mm. I understand you, know. you grow and you change and yeah, you learn. And that's I the point myself, of those years as well, isn't it? Yeah. You make mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, when I figured out, I was like, oh, that's, that makes a makes lot of sense. sense. And it was right up until I got diagnosed that I was hurting people and, yeah. and lying. And it was just, it would just be that I would think before I speak yeah. most of the times. Yeah. And like I was a kid, like I mm. don't know. And then I, it continued into my adult life where I would just like, lie about you know what I did that day or you know and it would just because I just wouldn't think like mm. I just would it was never to be it was malicious. almost easier just to be like oh this yeah or like you know what you have for breakfast I'm like oats I'm like, <laughs> I've never had oats in my life like I don't know it would be so oats. weird like it would just yeah like oh it would be things gosh. like that and yeah. it would just be this impulsivity and this like as well as just like if I had done something wrong the shame of being honest about it yeah was really tough yeah so because I just didn't have – I had such bad mental health. I didn't have the capacity to be kind to myself or to be others. Like it's that, yeah. you know, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And you never want to be – I think it's a, a very small percentage of people that actually want to hurt people. Yeah, yeah. So you you don't want to be that person. And I knew that I was hurting my family and my friends and I would, you know, 
I was so young. Like I look back at it, like I was like 13 lying in bed, like what's wrong with me? Why am I such a bad person? But then of course you felt that way when there were adults in your life reacting to you the way that that person did at that school. So it's like that just would have, like you said, spurred you on a bit to be like, oh, Mm. well, you know, what am I supposed to do now? Like even this lady thinks there's something wrong with me and they don't want to help me or give me support and blah, blah, blah. Like it's, that's hard. It's hard and I'm just... Yeah, I can't imagine feeling like that. Yeah. And especially then, you know, they're supposed mm. to be, I mean, you are figuring yourself out, of course, mm. as everyone is. They're very formative years for that and mm. you feel lost anyway. Mm. But when you have that already, like you said, plus not knowing that you had yeah. ADHD, that is just added. Yeah. Yeah. Added stress. and Yeah. So then after that, I went to Brisbane yep. and went to boarding school there and that was significantly better. They just were, it was a much different culture in the boarding school as well. Like it was very like we're a family, we're a team. Oh, that's like, nice. It was so nice and we did things with the boys and it was just a lot more open whereas in Rocky it was boys and girls separate. Don't okay. play. Like it was, it was just, that's I think it was just a bit. School. Very old school. Like yes. I remember my friend and I got in trouble for playing touch footy in the mud with the boys because that's not ladylike. Like it was just, oh, it was just okay, things yeah. like that. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, okay, see ya. <laughs> but like at, um, in Brisbane, it was just so much, it was so much nicer and yeah. I had so much more support and I did my final years there and I was, I think in year 11, I was suicidal and yeah. I, again, it was just everything piling onto one another. And my dorm mistress there was so amazing. They were like, good. Yeah, yeah, the night that everything kind of went down, she took me to the, I think I went to emergency first and then I went yep. to like the psych ward, but I was in the adult psych ward for a while. Yeah. She sat with me like the whole night and yeah, just was wow. like, we're going to get you through this. Like, and that's the support that you need, exactly. right? Like, Especially when my takes... parents weren't there. Like, yeah, but you that's, know. you're so far away from home. Yeah. Like that's, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that there was someone there for you in that, yeah. in that moment and at that time. Yeah. And that you did find that support and that goodness in yeah. people because it's unfortunate that, yeah. that not everyone has that reaction yeah. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any sense yeah to me, and I think but... it was just you know like I'm very young so it's like to mm. think back in the day like yeah, like you're being this <laughs> manipulative like, little yeah, person who's yeah. like knows what they're doing obviously yeah. there's something going on yeah like, and it's like yeah yeah it's, yeah it's just you know it's weird to say like you know back then but like mental health just wasn't oh it wasn't it wasn't it a wasn't. thing like it was we just... would not be able to have this conversation and no. just people be okay with it yeah no way exactly. and exactly. It's, it's weird because yeah. like it was that long ago no and really it wasn't <laughs> yeah so it's it's crazy how far things have come in such a short amount of time for sure which is good yeah yeah so on that I mean talking about you and your younger self what Mm. is some advice that maybe you know thinking back to that 13 year old Ali who is lying in bed thinking oh my god who am I and what's Mm. wrong with me what advice would you give them it's a really good question I think honestly I'd just say to her like you're not a bad person yeah and you're gonna figure it out and everything that you've done that's Yes, it's it was wrong, but you've you've got people that show you better and show you yeah. how to be better. And I just give her a hug, to be honest. Yeah. Like I'm, I still struggle with my depression and my anxiety, but the fact that I'm alive because she pushed through is is you know I would probably thank her for that as well. Yeah. Like there'd be a lot of things. There's a lot of times where I was like, no, this is it. I'm not going to make it to mm. 21. Mm. So I. Yeah, I, I owe her a lot to kind of just push through because she she was going through a lot. Mm. And, um, yeah, she had a lot of love and a lot of um, care for others, but she just just had too much hate for herself. So yeah. it just, you know, and it's it's weird that 
thing. Like it's still something that I'm trying to learn. Like no one can tell you. Mm. Like, yeah, just so love true. yourself. Like, so you well, it's easy to, to say, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, love yourself. But then you're like, okay. And then what about when I'm sitting there on my own at yeah. two in the morning <laughs> thinking, what the hell is going on yeah, here? Like, exactly. How do I do then? Yeah. So oh. I just, yeah, I'd thank her and I'd tell her, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. Like, thank it's going to be hard, that. but it's going to be, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that. I really love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for being so open and so honest oh, with okay. all of that as well. That's and, right. you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those bloody things yeah. that hopefully is getting better. Yeah. The diagnosis, the support, the, yeah. you know, the well-being teams that are available, like mm. it, it has to keep getting yes. better and yes, better. It has and <laughs> unfortunately, you know, our age group, it's like we're not that old no. and it was still a thing then but I'm so glad that you've got the support now and that you've been able to find the answers that you have because it's not like all of a sudden you know had you surpassed 21 without a diagnosis it would have just stopped because you're an adult like there are people who would be 50 still dealing with those things so I think if there is anyone listening thinking you know maybe this has been a conversation that maybe you're like you were and then you know googling all these things and blah 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 the question is it's okay to ask it and I know there's Mm. almost like a stigma now of everyone has ADHD and everyone's got this and everyone's got that and like fair enough to say that everyone's got something because yeah let's be honest we probably (laughs) all do that's fine but I don't think there's anything wrong with inquiring about it and being curious about it and and asking the question and you know the worst thing that can happen is oh Actually, no, you don't. Well, that's not actually bad. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, like, it's, it's okay, still an answer. It's an answer yeah. and then you can go in another avenue if you feel like that's what you exactly. need to do. So, yeah, I think I think that's important. And I know like we talked about at the start, it's not always mm. accessible, mm. which is unfortunate. So I guess hopefully that is something that also changes, um, changes yeah. as well. Yeah. You may have already answered this question mm. uh, in one way or another. If you have, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I want to know a time when you were really, really proud of yourself. It could be recent. It could be a while ago. It's up to you. Proud of myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I think there's there's been lots of things in my life that I've done that it's like, yeah, that's that's really good. That's good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> probably. Sorry, I've just sprung that question. <laughs> no, yes, yes. I, was, I had like, I was thinking about what, what to do for resilience and I was like, hmm. I, I guess like my career now, like I'm just got VM coordinator for Typo. Yes, love um, on the global team, so that's very Amazing. cool. And all I did to get that was just like put my hand up in store and just really pursued it. Once I had really bad imposter syndrome at the start and I was like I can't even nominate I'm not myself. Qualified. I Literally, I was yeah. like I'm no, I can't even nominate myself. I can't even tell them I'm interested in VM because they're just going to laugh at me. So, I made a point of just like meeting the team that I'm with now and like whenever they came to stores and like asked them heaps of questions and it allowed like they remembered me and then when they needed someone to help out in head office they immediately thought of me and brought me in and that I'm really proud of that because I I've stayed quiet for a really long time and I was just like I've got no like I just enjoy this I've actually got no qualifications to do it and there's probably 10 million people that are better than me and then I just worked really hard to like become part of the furniture because it's where I wanted to be and they just kept extending my temp contract and then I got permanent and then it was just like I I did that like there was a point in my life where I was just like what if I'm never anything more than a store manager like what if which is fine yeah but for me I was like 
I feel like there's somewhere else I want to go and mm. I just didn't know. So the fact that I like put myself out there and stuff, I'm 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 proud of that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You work towards it. Yeah. Put your mind to something. And like you said, it's so hard with imposter syndrome sometimes, yeah. isn't it? To be like, why would they give me the job? Yeah. And even that, you know, saying, oh, they'll laugh at me. Yeah. Is that that bad? You know, yeah. like, is that that bad? <laughs> oh, yeah, someone says, oh, haha, Ali applied for it. But then, like you said, maybe at another point, they'll yeah. be like, oh. Remember Ali put her hand up for that? Oh, yeah. how about we ask her if she wants this one or blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Just if there is, again, anyone listening who wants to take a chance on something or put their hand up for something yeah. or try something just new, just do bloody it. do it. Yeah, ask just questions. Like that's all I did. Like just ask questions for me to take back into my store. I wasn't yeah. even trying to get a job. Mm. I just was interested in this field and asked them questions and they remembered that. Like it, yeah. And I was just like as well with my ADHD, I was like, oh, I don't. Can I do it? Yeah, can I do it? Yeah. Like I'm creative but I'm not you know, organised, like, you know, it just, yeah, and then I just, just pulled through. Yeah. <laughs> Fake make it work. made it. Make it work. Fake it till you make it. Honestly. Exactly. That is literally my whole life with this podcast in this studio. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. All right. Final question. Mm-hmm. Songs and or song. Yeah. Whatever you've got for me. Yeah. To get you up and about again when you're feeling a bit sad. Yeah. What is it? What are they? Well, I've got a playlist called Get Up. And oh, it's like a yes, lot of- I love that. <laughs> Good vibes. And it's like it's a lot of like songs that I know. Like it's it's everything from like musicals to like movies to love it. You know, Hannah Montana to yep. yeah, just everything that's like nostalgic. And I know all the lyrics too. And it's like poppy and upbeat. Um, I also love the High School Musical soundtrack. Oh, that's so just, good. Oh, it's just my that brain. That is so nostalgic, Yeah, it's it? so good. Oh, and it's just like it. every song is like a dance song. Like yeah. it's so good. I just love anything that's poppy. Like So High School Musical soundtrack? Yeah, High School Musical soundtrack and then just like. Take some from Yeah, that. anything nostalgic. and. What's your um, first song on that playlist, do you know? I can tell you. Yeah, tell me. I feel like the first one's like always sets the tone <laughs> yeah, for the rest yeah. of it. The first one is actually um, I Like It Like That by Hot Shelly Ray. Oh, Do you remember that song? <laughs> that is a banger. I yep. actually love that. And then you've got like Die Young by Kesha. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, a couple of just like just. And okay, like, I'm going to delete my How's Your Head playlist and just yeah. recommend the Get Up one. <laughs> I think it's just like all the songs I listened to in high school. Like it's yep. just like my healing my inner child. Yes. Like it's. Yeah, it's a lot of – there's really not much new in it at all. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, like Payphone by Maroon 5 is in there. Like it's just <laughs> – That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I will thank you. And thank you okay. so much for coming in. Thank, thank you, you for, for sharing me. that. I think this has been such a unique episode because mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to any – oh, I've spoken to one person, but not, yeah. in, not in the same amount of depth yeah. that I have with you. And um, obviously you've been so vulnerable today and yeah, sharing all of that. And I just really want to thank you. I, I know that these episodes help – people in Mm. so many different ways and yeah I just think people are going to get a lot from this so thank you it's such a good perspective and yeah I appreciate you taking the time and effort to come in here I appreciate you thank you so much no worries bye (laughs) bye (laughs) hey team I hope you enjoyed this episode it would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like follow or subscribe wherever you are listening and of course if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me make sure you come and follow me at the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM and How's Your Head on TikTok. I've actually got two TikTok accounts now, so make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content. Thanks, guys. See you later.